What's up? Hey, hey. You're 50. Oh, yep. That's it. That's how we started. I don't know if I got... Dropping it. I don't know if I got any older. I don't feel any different. I do feel really sore. <laughs> what? Well, it was a, it was a heavy slam, day. Yeah. dude. I've got, a, I've got a reverse... I've got a butt on the front of my hip right now. So From like, the slider on the flat? I have three ass cheeks yeah. and one in the front, and it's not a good look. I was walking around the pool yesterday in my Speedo, and I was like... How did you hit that part so hard and not, like, smash your nuts? I actually watched it. it I, I put it on my story, and we'll put it on here, but I watched it in slow-mo, and you do this weird foot adjustment going across the flat, and then your leg gives out. It's really strange. Yeah. And then well, just bug on a windshield. I felt like my board. Well, I don't feel like. My board's bent. <gasps> my board is completely bent. So... Huh. I got I brought a new one today and I'm gonna rotate the bushings, but it was I sometimes my board leans one way and who cares? But it was like dramatic, yes, that on the birthday day. But because I was having I was so upbeat. It's funny, <laughs> man. Like get in that headspace. Why do you have to be 50 to get into that headspace? Like I didn't do anything that I wanted to do and I had a blast. Because Oh, you mean just in terms of skating? Yeah. yeah well, I like mean it my, was a it was a crazy session. That was one for the books. Right? I was so pumped. I looked around. I was like, this is no other time or person could bring this together. <laughs> know, right? Ben Schroeder skating. Zach Miller. Ben Schroeder. Just, Zach Miller. Christian Asoy. Going for Alfonso Rolls. Alfonso Rolls puts pads here. on. For, yeah, man, I'll give it a go. I'm like, really? And then within and, 20 minutes, we did doubles. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. I love And Elf. Jimmy Wilkins, Anna McDonald. Uh Jake Brown was, I mean, Danny Way and Colin McKay were spectators. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, I was like, he, when I saw Colin and he goes, how come you didn't invite me last Thursday? And I'm like, last Thursday to what? He's like, the ramp. I didn't want oh, to, he wanted to like, yeah, get a I didn't practice want to, session in. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but I was like, you don't, every time I ever ask, you don't skate. So I kind of gave up on that. And I feel a little bit weird about, like, hey, Colin's coming today. Like, I don't really want to hit you with that, especially if he's oh, like, he's welcome to skate. I know that. I just don't like overstepping. But when it comes to Colin, I know that it'll be okay. But I also don't feel like it's, I feel like it's a 90% chance of, oh, man, I got a meeting. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, I'm doing, yeah. I'm hanging out with you. I got a job to do. Sure. Am I having a blast doing my job? Yeah, but it's still a fucking job. It's, I'm going to be here. I got to get it done. Right. That's the priority. Like, if I'm getting a session with friends, you're, I would love it's it. It's more loosey-goosey. Yeah, I just yeah. don't want to be like, okay, this time I'm going to be here because, because you know, the deal did. Like, usually I've got to leave here when I'm not on vacation to get back to do my yes. solo Patreon show for the fans that are like, Jason, you said you were going to be on talking to me at five. And I'm like, I'm going back up to LA. <laughs> I've seen those stories. Right, I'm trying to make it all yep. work out. And I feel like some people that are more fortunate, which is crazy, but more fortunate than I, where not on the time on schedule, schedule is yep. just pretty laid back. I mean, I know he's busy. I know he does a lot of business, but it's also on his terms, I feel. Or more on his terms than I've been sure. corporatized. Well, but, he, 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 but he doesn't have kids. I mean, that, that's the He doesn't line. have kids, and he's never worked for a corporate company. Right. Like, I got into, I'm a skateboarder that's like, yeah, I'll be there. Maybe I won't. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm shredding, bro. Like, get over it. <laughs> and then you're like, hey, if you don't fucking show up on time, we're all mad. And yeah. I'm like, oh, 
oh, wow, this is like full-on responsibilities here. I got people that are yapping. Time is money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like your attitude, because I have a rock and roll attitude. You know, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I do this. I've done that. I do all kinds of shit that I want to do. You know what's funny is is people, uh, I'll do those those cameos where people request a shout-out or like a birthday message or yeah. on, on cameo. Yeah. I'm like, so I, I do that regularly. And a lot of times they're like, Oh, my, my, my son's graduating or my kid's a skater. Can you give him some advice? And, and almost always I say, if I had any advice to you, I'd say be on time. Hmm. Like it counts for so much that you're reliable on time. And some people can do a great job. Some people are very creative, but because they, they don't show up. It sends a message that their time is more valuable than everyone else's. And a lot of times th- that they won't hire you or, or they'll just, they'll be like, mm, I don't know. If you're a businessman and you're on the hustle, which what all good businessmen are like, it's 24 seven. You're like, what can I do next? And then when you're, and then you're obsessed the next day, getting it done. And you're looking to hire someone who's like, yeah, sometimes I show, sometimes I don't. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you been missing work? Can't say I've been missing it. <laughs> <laughs> that, guy, that guy's not working for yeah. me. Like, everybody knows if you really care about your business, to me, it's like skateboarding's my baby. My radio show was my baby. If people started talking, hey, we're doing this, we're doing that, I would like, you're trying to touch my baby. <laughs> right. Without my permission. Yeah. I'm not into it. But that's because you care so much, which is how you succeed. You have to care. I can tell. I have no talent, no physical talent. I just loved it so much. I cared so much about doing it that something, my the skateboarding changed my body and made my brain kind of go, hey, because I wanted it so bad. And I saw people like you and I'm like, man, how can I do that? Just go every day, all day. Don't ever stop thinking about it. Make half pipes out of your mashed potatoes. That's <laughs> yeah. how I was doing it. That's yeah. how I rolled. I was obsessed with it. And then something clicked. So now I know. You mean something clicked to be responsible? Something cl- No, the skill came. Oh, the skill. From the yeah. amount of effort that I yeah, put well, in. Yeah, there's that, there's that whole theory of the 10,000 hours. Right. And, and you just keep at it. You keep at it. And at some point, you realize you have it. Yeah. Well, that was, to me, that was, because uh, it wasn't a, nobody, I didn't read it. I couldn't read. I I did it, and then it was official that I had proven this is this is a fact. If you work 100% at anything, you will be one of the best in the world at it. I was positive of that because I, I, watched, I skated with people that were – I had obese friends that were better than me, and I went to the ramp same minute every day they went. Right. They were better. And I'm like, how is that possible? He's <laughs> yeah. fat because you're really untalented. But the work, it happened in one day. Do you know that one day I yes. went down there and I learned all these tricks in one, in like an hour? And then the next day I was in the top three best skateboarders <laughs> yeah. in Australia. But t- 24 hours before that, I was top 200, like just nobody. But it all, but that day came. It's funny you remember it from as, all those as other days. So sudden like that. Because it was freakish to me. Yeah. I was like, what is happening right now? I think I remember, I remember getting tall. I grew super fast when I was about 16. Yeah. I was, I was like, I used to get pulled over when I was driving because I was so small. Oh, wow. Because you look young as hell. Because I looked really young. Right. I would get hassled at school because people thought I was visiting school as someone's little brother. 
they would say, what are you doing here? Yeah, or or they would realize that I'm a student. They're just like, look at that guy. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, wow. Like, you're real small. Real small, yeah. Does she give you an issue at all? Because that sounds um, like... I had skating. And I had skating to, right. to feel a sense of, of accomplishment and self-confidence. Right. And validation in some ways. I mean, even though I was getting, you know, a lot of people were making fun of my style and 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 I was all whatever, circus tricks. And it was because I was so small. Um, and then when I got tall, suddenly I could do all those tricks like four feet out, right. five feet out. And I do remember a day like that where everything clicked and I, was, and I thought, oh, I got this. Yeah. I got this because I know all this, all these skills. I just never had the strength to do it up in the air. Yeah. Um, yeah, I learned how to all into my airs and whatnot. And, and that was, that was something, but, but to really start blasting and to start feeling comfortable at that, yeah. it was, it was when my body got, when I got taller and it didn't seem that intimidating and I already had the timing. And I mean, that's when I started tweaking all my airs and, and it happened and in one really, day. It happened very, very suddenly. Yeah. And it happened all at once because I was skating all these other parks and it was more people only knew me as, being good at Del Mar. Yeah. And then I went to Upland and all of a sudden I could do all those tricks to Upland. Uh, and was okay. that a crazy uh transition? Cause I'm not was from super here. Gnarly. I only watched your videos of the world famous Delmar and the world famous Upland. Like I was I went there when uh they had almost bulldozed all of it. And my friend Gary Valentine and I found some tiles and we took them back to Australia with us. You still have them? It's somewhere in a in a in a bag for sure. Fine. I, <laughs> you have some original tiles that come before. It's pretty sick. Is it? Yeah, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there was one little bank in the corner somewhere that they hadn't bulldozed. So Gary and I skated the bank and we were like, yeah, we skated Upland. But the whole, the legendary big bowl was a, was a dirt mound. They, they'd smashed the oh, shit. Oh, you didn't get to drop it in the combi at all. No. It was already dirt. So That's whatever, whatever people say about the combi, in terms of how gnarly it was, it was way gnarlier than that. That's because it had four foot of earth, didn't it, it? it? I mean, in some places it felt like that for Which sure. Which makes no sense. And and in some places, especially the the round bowl next to the next to the shallow yeah, end yeah. was super kinked. Like giga. And you can see, I mean, I, I watch those videos now and I can see everyone hits that, their whole body shifts. Holy shit. And that's how, like, I got saved by the squat. Because a lot of times I'd hit that and it'd be like, oh, it'd throw me off. And I would just I would just hold on for dear life and right. squat it out. But um, the thing that was gnarly about it, not only did it have a, t- a ton of vert, it was like sandpaper. So as soon uh. as you hit or knee slid, you only had so much transition knee slid on, first of all. Yeah. But once you knee slid like hit. eight foot transition? Maybe, yeah. Fucking hell. And, and so right when your knee pad would hit, the, the surface would rip it off. So I remember everyone walking around, uh, their knees are bloody, both knees. Like it was it's guaranteed to pull them down. Kind of, yeah. It was, I think that was the first place I learned to tape my knee pads up. I used to duct tape the top strap. Yeah, to just bolt it down. Just to bolt it down. And it was so tight. Like it, it kind of hindered <laughs> like my movement. You. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, it was just you like, but it was legs. like, I'll do anything. Right. Not to do that again. Because you would, as soon as you hit, it's white meat on your knees. You know what I mean? Where, yeah, where it's, so, it, it's so deep that it doesn't bleed at first. And people don't realize that if you're a skateboarder, you're not fucking not skateboarding tomorrow. Right. And you've so, got and that. As soon and as, as the you knee have pad white, rips it white off, meat on your knees, it off. and you're going to put your knee pad back yeah. on the next day, 
No did wonder do, we all went through staph infections. For did you do the years. plastic bag? Yeah, yeah. I love how I did that to like help the burn not hurt as much. And now when yeah. I look back, I'm like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, I know. It, it felt like we were really doing something. Yeah, no, because somebody who was good had him and it was like, oh, you yeah. don't put the bag under when you burn your knee? And I'm like, yeah, no. so instead of a instead of a band-aid, which would just come off immediately. Right. We didn't have the the whatever tough strips, elastic type of stuff you have now. We just had the shitty band-aids. And uh, I can't believe this. And, and so we would actually strips. we we as vert skaters back then would cut the bottom of a plastic bag out yeah. and then put that over our <laughs> over our knee. Right. Sometimes you tape the tops, but usually you would just have it sticking out of the top of the knee pad. I was, right? was going to say, because that was, I was one of those people that wasn't very um, skilled in arts and crafts. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I wasn't either, but <laughs> but I was desperate. So mine was just like bag. Bag was always coming out of my pads when I yeah. had bag. Yeah. Like I never cut it neatly. Right. It was just like, like weight flapping in the wind because I was like, like what? It? Just want the bag? I'm like, cut. Yeah. I don't care what it looks like. You guys like Blue Chew? Say it with me. Blue Chew. Katie, you didn't say it. Katie likes it too. These, thank you. These, yeah. Tony doesn't use it, and that's why he's saying it like that. But when you're using it, and what do you mean saying it like that? I, you you weren't enthusiastic about it whatsoever. Katie screamed it because she knows that I've got huge bonus from this particular company, and everybody wins (laughs) around here. You don't need it, and I'm happy for you. Okay, well, it's not that I. Yeah, okay. I don't want to. I know you don't. You're here though. And you are a part of Hawk versus Wolf, and Hawk versus Wolf. I don't have Wolf. my partner to to scream it at the at the top of her lungs. Sorry about that. <laughs> wow. I hope you're happy, Blue Chew, because this is really pushing it. I don't like being a part of this. Anyway, I use them. It's discreet. You don't have to go to a doctor. They get delivered to your house, and uh, they 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 come regularly, and they are the real deal. They really work. Uh, there's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew. Absolutely free, everybody, when you use the promo code HAWKWOLF at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping, and then the rest is completely free. Bluetooth.com promo code HAWKWOLF. Receive your first month free, baby. And we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring the podcast. This fall, as you get back into the swing of things, Bespoke Post is here with the new seasonal lineup of must-have Box of Awesome collections. Box of Awesome post partners with small businesses and uh, uh, emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every month. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From autumn craft beers to uh, koozie threads and camping gear essentials, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick up the right pick, sorry, pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different ca- categories. Thank you, my cat. It's free to sign up uh, and you skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box, costs, each box costs 45 bucks and has up to 70 bucks worth of gear inside it. Plus, each box of awesome, you're supporting small business. 90% of everything that comes in the box of awesome is from a small uh, upcoming brand. So uh, get 20% off, everybody, if, you're, uh, if, uh, if your first monthly box 
when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code HAWK. I wonder why they're using that code. Woo! <laughs> awesome. I think your cat wants a box of awesome. Jim, do you want a box of awesome? You don't know how to use the internet. You don't even really have arms. I mean, they're not good. Come here. Ah, uh, yeah. So Get once your again, cat, a box of. Do a bespoke box for your cat. And maybe they'll they'll be into it. A box of awesome.com code Hawk for twenty percent off. I almost even wore wore those pro design knee pads for a minute there, and I was like, I th- I think a friend had them. I was like, fuck, I just need big knee pads because I skated a couple of places in Australia that had that kind of a vibe. Um, Speaking Karaya, of pro designs, what? Speaking of pro designs, the giant knee pads. Uh, um, ben had him ben on. was wearing him. Yeah, it was the first and he looked pair like, I've seen in a long time. Did you see a gold wing magnesiums with yeah, a plastic yeah, base yeah, plate? Yeah. That he said that he said people have offered a thousand dollars for I those. Bet. And oh. he's like, I'm skating them. <laughs> I why would I? Yet. Why would I give you them to put on a shelf? I was like, you. When he said it, I was like, Cash I know. Now, honey. <laughs> he's he's a real deal, Holyfield. It Do reminded me. Those orange trucks, my mum bought them for me for like my birthday or something when I was 15, 16. And they were so expensive. They were like the most expensive trucks you could get. And I and I was skating in the supermarket and I fell off on some slappy grind or whatever and shot my board across the street. And the car ran over oh, it. No. And the, the board didn't snap. So I ran over there and I was like, yes. Because a second I was like, no. And it went boom and it bounced off into the grass. I was like, it's okay. It's not broken. And then I see that my goal wing is both wheels are and it's ripped down the center. And I was like, I cried in the supermarket with three of my friends were like, don't worry, Chase, it'll be okay. And I was like, how? How is it going to be okay? <laughs> Explain to me how it's going to be okay. It's ripped in half. He has I, those. I That's have to take so- a loan out. <laughs> yeah. I, it was that. I was like, no, my mom's not going to. Oh, don't worry. I'll get you. That's it. That was the only truck you were getting. Of, <laughs> I remember we went on a family vacation to Tokyo when uh, what took all the kids. Like this was oh, long, long time did. ago. Yeah, I thought for a second. Riley maybe. was probably let's see, maybe eleven or twelve, and he um, he wasn't skating a whole lot then. He he sort of went through this phase where he he didn't skate a lot. And he was do, doing more motocross stuff. Yeah. But he brought, I told him he should bring a skateboard just because maybe we'll go skate park. I don't know. Just bring it just in case. So he's like, all right, you know. And uh, I'll never forget, we had a we had a car service, like a van, a minivan to take everyone to the hotel when we arrived at the airport. Yeah. And the dude was like hired to to help with the bags and everything. And so I've got a bunch of bags like this. And I see the dude, he has... He has our skateboards and a couple other things. And then he opens the trunk. He puts one skateboard on the street. The street is angled like this. So he's parked right here, right? Street's angled like this. All the traffic's going through here or whatever. It's Japan, so it's going this way. (laughs) But so he puts it down. I watch the board roll. And I'm probably like 30 feet away. I was like, hey, hey, hey. As soon as he puts it down, it rolls in the street, gets run over, breaks. I was like, dude. Like it has wheels. Yeah. How, no. how do we not? You don't see have that to coming? skateboard to know that wheels roll downhill. Yeah. <laughs> and I just watched this. I'm like, oh. And then I look back at Riley. He's like, guess I'm not skating. Like, he, did he even care at that point? I think. It, well, we were both just. It, we're you know, it's it's one of those crazy. Whatever it is, you know, twelve, fourteen hour flight to Japan. Yeah. You're so wrecked, carrying stuff, and then just like, oh. dude, traveling with kids is 
a whole nother game. It was. I did. We actually, I took, I took Riley to a Japanese skate shop and he just, he just picked out whatever they had. He did. And then he did you end up skating. Yeah. He did. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. How's the skate parks there? At the time they were terrible. The, the only skate park we found was, was one of those metal modular parks, you know, with like, like super uh-huh. sketchy steel quarter pipes and a rail and like a pyramid. <laughs> and then a mini ramp that was just asking you to hang up on it. I went to Japan. My dad took us. My dad and my brother and my stepmom. My, and we went to Japan and, and uh, I had just finished doing a Skittles commercial in Australia where I was the red Skittle and they had her, they made a ramp. <laughs> it was awesome. So the skateboarders from Australia that were the best, they hired like five of us, I think. So we all knew each other. And they made the ramp. They've surfaced the ramp, each wall, one color. We'd let it dry. And then the red Skittle would do tricks on the red ramp. Then they'd paint it yellow oh, for the yellow wow. Skittle. And then at the end, they painted the rainbow stripes down the ramp. And we all had to do- Stay uh, in your lane. Stay in your lane tricks next to each other. So at one point, these guys don't know how to build ramps. The transition's not kinked. It's good. But the surface- Wait, so are you going to so you're going to 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 Japan to shoot it? No, I oh. right I for some weird reason after I shot that commercial, then we went to Japan. Instead of me switching out boards, I just used my old red skateboard that yeah. they made for me. Yeah. And uh I I got told by the police that I have to not skateboard like I was skateboarding down the street because I didn't know where any skate parks. I didn't yeah. want to get lost in the hotel. And they were like, you can't try and explain broken English. Like, you're, you're in deep shit if you don't get the fuck off. Yeah. And I, do was that like, one. I was like, I think I should go back to the hotel. I feel like I'm in <laughs> yeah. trouble. But that Skittles commercial, I wanted, they wanted me to follow one of the other guys to film a line. And I was like, and this is not a, this is back in the. Oh, heavy, yeah, heavy cameras. And everyone's camera. looking at you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, are you the guy that can follow him? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, okay, and then I follow him, and he fucking falls off. Ugh. And I've got this giant camera, and he falls off. So I go to get out of the way and jump past him, put a foot down on the right at the bottom at the bottom of the transition, and my foot goes straight through the ramp, and my body keeps going, <laughs> and it's like a fucking <laughs> ramp, <laughs> and my leg is like in there, like a ripping through the plywood. And I'm like, oh, is my leg broken? And I just pull it out. They're like, you okay? And I'm like, I. I think so. And they're like, all right, we'll just, we'll patch that up. Like red Skittle time. Like nobody red gave Skittle two time. shit. The show must go on. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were like. All right, it- let's paint it yellow now. <laughs> if it had been a compound <laughs> He's fracture, done. they'd be like, yeah, just, just lose the red Skittle. <laughs> when uh, Lance, so Lance came to your birthday party, lest I forget, uh, to dinner. But Lance and I were talking about, he and I went to Italy. I was probably... 16 at the time, maybe even younger, 15 or 16. And we were hired as like special, it was, it was this weird um, variety show of skills. So they had, they had a chainsaw juggler that they literally got off the street and like off the boardwalk in Venice, just like, Hey, you're going to come to Italy and do your thing. And then we had some Frisbee dudes. Oh. Uh, they had this whole roller skating crew from Brooklyn. Oh. And then we were the skaters. Roller skaters from Brooklyn. Yeah, like like roller disco. Oh. They were sick. And then we're the skaters, so they built us a ramp. First thing we get to, and um, they they go and they want us to, they they have these outfits for us. 
and they were straight up see-through. Like the, the shorts were just like cellophane. And Lance is first, and there's one pair of yellow and there's one pair of orange. And Lance was in the room first, and he's like, I want the orange ones. <laughs> Why did he want the orange Because the yellow ones were straight see-through. Oh, the orange ones it- were kind of opaque. Why would they make you shorts where you can see your dick? <laughs> Why would anybody do that? Because they were, they were going for it. Okay, I, I got one for you. So I, but but in, hold on, oh. I'm going to the ramp. That's just the that's just the beginning. Wait, you didn't wear them, did you? No, I ended up because uh, whatever shorts I had with me, they were just some I don't know Quicksilver jams or something. And I was just like, no, these are these are what I skate in. I I made it sound like it was a safety issue. Oh, nice. And so I, I, didn't, I like, mean safety. Notifying everybody yeah. in my crutch regions. <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of an emergency there. That's not necessary. No one needs to see that. You're putting me at risk. Yeah. You're putting By everybody showing my privates. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we go to the ramp and Lance, there's one layer. They, they built it with framing, but there's one layer and it's, and it's like plywood, <laughs> plywood thick. And Lance is like, this isn't, um, this isn't safe. And they go, no, 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 it's safe, safe. And so we start skating it. Lance, first knee slide, his knee pad goes through it. Like the knee pad, hole, and then he falls. And then um, they're like, "Uh, oh, and then they, I don't know what they did to, I think they they added more support beams. Just, Uh, just, you know, instead of relayering it, they just added more support beams. So there's still a hole in it. They patched that. I can't remember exactly. Maybe they did put another layer. It's all, it's all, fuzzy but they made it skatable and then right when we started warming up one of our boards shot out into where the audience would be yeah and they were like nope we're not we're not doing this with live audience so they shot us skating and then an hour later brought in the audience and made Wait, them they pretend. made the audience leave the audience wasn't there yet oh we're warming up oh okay so they shot our skating and then they brought in the audience, and then they had the audience pretend they were watching us. It's like, oh, were you oh, were you there watching oh. them all act? We went in the audience. You were like, no way! <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys, Lance are and I are like, yeah, woo! They didn't see us. That's pretty funny. Wait, so you did, in the video? Do you see you guys cheering yeah, for yeah. yourselves? That's fucking. I mean, brilliant. you gotta find us, but yeah. right, but it's still brilliant. Yeah. Okay, so here's my one. GQ <laughs> magazine. This is back when I was had an agent, and uh, it was the family Steve Astafin or whatever, and 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 I had uh, people trying to get me to do other stuff. It was really cool, and they're like, "Hey, you're gonna do you want to be in GQ magazine?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I don't know why, but yeah, I would do that. It was something about athletes in it. So I remember when I went to this thing, Bucky was there, and he'd just done his stuff, Bucky Lassick. Uh, and he was leaving, or maybe he was with me once again, it's a little blurry, but I know that there was a professional football player that uh, had his clothes on. So I'm, they're making me wear all this crazy stuff. And then I see this famous football player and he just got his shit on, taking photos. And I'm like, hey, can I wear my shit? And they're like, <laughs> no, no, like we got you to wear all this fashionable stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, okay. So they, make, they put some pants on. Bucky, that's right. Bucky was there for this. So they give me these lime green slacks. And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, try them on. So I put them on and Bucky just starts laughing at me. And I'm like, what are you laughing at? He's like, I can see your ass crack. (laughs) And then I look down at my dick and I'm like, oh, wow, that's my penis. And he just saw my anus. (laughs) And I'm like, 
you guys are trying to make me stand there like that? Like, that ain't cool. And then the guy that's dressing me, nicest guy, obviously, uh, I believe, I didn't ask him, but I, I thought he was a gay guy. But he had a couple fingers missing. Like, he had a you know, bit, bit of a Tony Mag thing. Like, he had, yeah. like, three stubby ones or something. Black guy with crazy long dreadlocks. Sounded super flamboyant or whatever. He's like, don't even worry. We'll sort this out. And he gets a tissue and fucking pulls my pants open and puts the tissue over my dick with his hand. <laughs> and I, I think Bucky might have been there for it. Where I go, I go, and I look at Bucky like. Sports strategy. What's the deal? <laughs> and he goes, there you go. And I'm like. That's did just, you just, that is wild. Did you just grab my dick like, with, a, with a tissue? Like that doesn't, and I'm like. That's a I can still see my dick in balls. <laughs> Through the tissue. <laughs> what are we doing here? And then I finally got him to like give me some other outfit because I was like, I can't, I can't wow. walk out of this dressing room. Yeah. I know you're all professional and you've all yeah. seen it before, but I haven't. And I'm not walking back out there with like, <laughs> here's my penis and here's my anus. I didn't, nobody's wow. paying me. And yeah, so I I ended up the photo was good because I think they gave me jeans and I was like, yeah. Pants without my dick <laughs> yeah, in thank them. you. I'm, that's that what I came here for. Did he tissue that too? No. No, no more <laughs> tissues knew, went to my... Then you knew it was, it was all a, sh- a sham. I, man, I, would, that, I, I hope Bucky remembers it because I was like, <laughs> wait, is that... Did I... Did you molest... But <laughs> wow. I did... You can't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, you even, then, even then in, in those strange days, you're like, that's... You don't think you're allowed to be doing that. Like if you, let's do it where I'm a girl and you yeah. put a tissue on my pussy. Right. I don't think that that's appropriate. Yeah, no. Like you're supposed to ask or <laughs> give me the fucking tissue and I'll put it in yeah. there. Can you imagine if he's handed to you like, here, what am I supposed to do with that? Tell me to put it in my yeah, pants, cover my dick. I, mean, I wouldn't be like, what, what is this? He do was just like straight wow. down there and, and put it on there and gave a little pat for good luck. And I'm like, man, really? That was the kind of vibe we got from the Italian, the... The costume designers. I feel like costume people. I, mean, I, no, a, I don't want to stare at them. I'm just telling you that was our experience. I'm not saying that that's always the case. Right. But I, I've done modeling stuff. And they're, they're just a lot more, when it comes to touching you, it's not, a, it's not an insult. You're in the fashion oh, modeling well, and absolutely. world. If you, and if you're, just, if you're just the model. Right. You're supposed to be professional. Yeah, so if they like, touch okay, your pussy this, to put a t-shirt. like... Okay, right. You're we supposed go. to just go, oh, thanks for the tissue on my pussy. <laughs> like, we, let's uh, go to work. Uh, speaking of GQ, I did a GQ shoot in New York. We both did GQ? Um, yeah. Woo. We're so mine, didn't, mine wasn't, mine didn't Nobody touch well. your penis? No. Ah. But they wanted me to wear the suit. I want to say it was a Xenia shirt suit. No, Emil, no. Is that real good? Zenia. Yeah. Zenia's okay. really expensive. And it was, it was a new one. It was about to come out. Oh, shit. No one's got it yet. Yeah. And they were already very nervous to put me in it because they wanted me to um, skate uh, in it. And they wanted me to skate. I mean, I, you know, I, I said I can. There was, I can't remember. I think it might have been at Rexplex, New Jersey. So that mm-hmm. was, there was a vert ramp next to a mini ramp. Wait, you had to skateboard in that suit? Yeah, well, were that's they- what they wanted. So they wanted something kind of basic. And so there was this gap. There's probably like a six-foot gap between the, the mini ramp and the vert ramp, right? Yeah. And I was kind of skating the vert ramp, but I'm not, I wasn't going to risk anything. Like, I'm not even going to risk falling or sliding out. Because you wrecked the suit. Because I'll wreck the suit. Did they have a backup So we tried on? it. 
What's that? Did they have a backup suit? No. Okay. It was Smart. it was very much like yeah, that's cool. Get a guy to skateboard the in only, the one suit that you have. This suit exists. We're very lucky to have it. Oh, oh shit. Like you, you can't. And I and I the first thing I said was, don't worry, I won't. I'm not gonna hurt your suit. If if anything, like even if I get hurt, I will not hurt your suit. So this mini ramp is so slippery. It's one of those <laughs> crazy ones, right? It's getting better as we go. So we start shooting some mini ramp stuff and and it's super small, like like you know, not even it's barely you can ollie. So I'm trying to do little ollies and they're just like, mm, yeah, is there anything you can do that's like more airborne? And I go, I could jump this gap and you could just be in the middle of it and then I'm in the air. So I I tested a couple of times and and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's great, sure, whatever. So right when they start shooting, kick turn, go up, slide out as I'm approaching the Ollie slide through the air, just, ah, and then catch the side of my leg on the mini ramp edge and rip the pants, like, <laughs> <clears throat> and my leg that is now bleeding all over the suit. Yes! Fashion, And I'll baby. never forget that they wanted to get angry. Like, they were... At you! They, well, they, I could tell they were, they wanted to, but they could tell that I was really injured. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, uh, and I go, look, I, uh, this is a fluke. This doesn't usually happen. Did you say the ramp's really slippery? And the ramp's really slippery. slippery that wouldn't I can't, I'm, I don't know. I'm really sorry. And, and they're just like, uh, can you take them off now? And, and that was it. End of shoot. No. Yeah, they didn't, bye. Thanks. You didn't get it. No, I did not get in a photo. Wow. <laughs> they hate you. <laughs> it was very, the guy, it was very much like, Okay, good luck in your future endeavors. Thank you for coming. What? You're fired. <laughs> You're fucking fired. Fired from GQ. Do not put him in this magazine. <laughs> he wrecked the only suit we have. That is awesome. Because <laughs> I love fashion. It's cool. But at the same time, fuck you guys. You know? Like fucking your suit. Well, I did I just feel got, bad. I, did, like, I, did, I wasn't that hurt. I know, but you didn't do it on purpose. And no, I know, but... I, I I made a promise, yeah, I, of course. It's very I, confident of you, but I do yeah. see. I've seen you skateboard. You, you could, if you're just doing like your stuff that you know, yeah, you could do it with notepads and make it all day. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, things happen. Freaky things happen yeah. sometimes. Well, you know that that surface that used to. I mean, it wasn't. It was way before skate light. It was just all the skate parks had the same surface. It was kind of masonite, but it was so slippery. Oh, that you just the go, other side, the shiny side. The shiny side, yeah. 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 And you would Man, just go shooting it. across everything. Like people trying to manual on stuff and just wow. Man, Ben did that <coughs> on my birthday. The oh, my goodness. The roll out, roll back in. Yeah, it's funny. Because I came here early because he wanted to skateboard a little bit before you guys got there. And he told me that he was uh, suffering from a pretty bad back injury. And I was like, I mean, he's a mess. There's so many injuries he's had. It's ridiculous. But when he did that roll in and slipped out and ate shit after he made it, that was like, uh, that was that were that was why I liked Ben Schroeder so much because he was like, I don't give a fuck. Like if it's <laughs> I'm wrong, I'm still gonna yep. make it. Like, and if I eat shit, that's what I come here to do. Yeah. And I, as soon as I saw him do that and slam, I just started running because I was on the flat and I started running over there. I was like, I'm gonna jump on his back and tackle him. And then right when I got to the, I was like, wait, he's got a he's he's we're all old. 
<laughs> like, if you jump on this dude's back, you might take him out. Wait, you're attacked because you're so excited? Or because you're yeah, trying to stop him from so skating? Oh. No, because back in the day, like, if you did something like that, I'll right. fucking tackle you to the ground. Yeah. Like, you're fucking insane. <laughs> and I was going to do like that. Like when he looped out and then landed on his feet. Yeah. And <laughs> everyone just hugged him. You got... I, yeah. That's what I... I felt the, like, old school shit where I'd done that with him before, like, back in right, the right. 90s yeah. where he did stuff. I was like, yeah. gee, what the... Fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna do that right when I went to jump. I was like, oh, we're old. He's got to hurt back. And I was like, ah, you crazy, man. <laughs> I, gave like him, a, I gave him a 50-year-old yeah, like grandma hug. I gave him an adult hug for his achievements. <laughs> that was that was pretty amazing though. That he just was starting to get used to skating the transition. And then he rolled out and rolled in and and that take it from me. Been skating a long time. Rolled, rolled into my share of pools. Rolling in to this ramp is not easy. Yeah. No, it's sketchy. It's, it's sketchy. so sketchy. So sketchy. And, and if you're wobbling all over the place because you haven't skateboarded a boat ramp in 20 years, it's just so, it's so much sketchier. And all these injuries. Yeah. It's like, you, it, like you, he could so easily take a, a banger that like puts him in hospital, makes one of his several broken bone things dislocate or separate and then back to the surgery thing like he's he's i get it because back in the day i could tell nobody can hurt him you know like it was it's kind of like when you said gq don't worry i got this because you have a you're like i do got this i'm one of the best skateboarders there are trust me fucking ollie over this ramp is easy to me (laughs) yeah he was the same when it came to catastrophic slams (laughs) yes where it was like nobody should get up from that and he was like i get up i always get up. yeah and he was notorious for dropping in on you or with you because he's gonna win yeah he's going to emerge victorious from the collision it's funny i was on my birthday when he dropped i was thinking about doing it to him (laughs) oh no and i was like i'm i'm too old to do that like that's (laughs) don't do that jason that's so stupid there were a couple times when he when he felt like he was trying to do 50 50s and he fell and it looked like someone just threw a monster from the sky (laughs) because he wasn't even really making an effort to get on to a knee slide no it was just more like oh i'm falling here we go and it was just he was fine He's like a giant Bob Burnquist with with no yeah, no it. flexibility. <laughs> like he, he 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 flops like Bob, but instead Bob like that didn't even hurt. Ben is hurt, like really really badly. Yeah, it was great to see him though. And then you guys, oh, you and Christian doing doubles. Man, that was so cool. That was ridiculous. Like Christian saying, "I guess you guys are like it's Jason's birthday." Obviously, I invited him, and on the invite it says fiftieth. Oh, that was amazing. And he goes, "Wait, how old is he?" And then I come up the deck. He's like, hey, you're 50? No way. And I'm like, it's my 50th birthday. I love that. I love that they have such reverence for you and respect for you that they're going to show up on any birthday. That's pretty cool, too. Yeah, to he, know that he Christian didn't was know just, that it was... I mean, I think everyone else knew it was 50, is your 50th. But somehow <laughs> Christian, that slipped Christian. Here's, here's the fascinating thing, though. I went to Christian's... Uh, he had a 54th birthday bash. I mean, this is just like last week. This yeah. Is, this is birthday month. Yeah. And uh, it was at Pood Skate Park near Encinitas. And I needed to give him these. Oh. Bug. So I had to give him the, because I had signed half of them. So I needed to give him them oh, to sign the to rest. Sign. And so I showed up right when he said the, it was going to happen. I think it was like, was it three o'clock or something? And uh, I'm just there and everyone's skating. 
Christian shows up half hour later <laughs> to his own birthday party. I mean, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be Christian. But for your birthday, right on time. He was. He was right, right on the dot. Like we said, be here at three o'clock. And at three o'clock, Christian comes up. Whoa, Ben Schroeder. Hey. He, started, he just started laughing at me yeah. when he saw me. I feel like he brings so much joy to the oh, ring. Yeah. Like and he's then, such an enjoyable dude, guy. I'm not, okay, this, yes, I'm very proud of this. You guys doing doubles, he blasted over you. That was a big and air, a full huh? full method. You were doing a Smith grind. It was legit. Like, it was 1987. Yeah, I was, and I, yeah, 1987, but I'm in it. I'm yeah. in it with Christian. It that was, dude, and the doubles with Elf, because I feel like, Elf and I have a weird relationship where we were friends very young with, and didn't know much about each other, but there was a kinship. To me, it was a kinship immediately because I didn't like the way he skated. I was just like, somebody dropped end bombs on this guy and he's just like, yeah, man, this is, this is the shit I have to put up with. And I was like, immediately like, is there anything I can do to make, because that's not, I don't know why people make, why do we live with these people? Right. Like, what is this? And I immediately liked him for that. But then when we lived in the 8th Street house, we used to fight all the time. Like we would, <laughs> really? We would argue all the time because I would always make fun of him because um, he's like, you know, vote dude this, vote dude that. And I was like, if you don't have a jump, why don't you put a jump ramp on the flat and do a bunch of fucking <laughs> I mean, melon grabs? And I can't. He, the, the crazy thing is he was an insane ramp skater. I mean, mini, like mini ramp, wizard yeah probably the best thing. um and he still like he you can catch him at prince park almost any day he's skating this little quarter pipe killing it right but um what i was gonna say is uh uh when the days when vert was just not was almost non-existent mid 90s probably like 94 maybe yeah 93 94 the only ramp around here was the plan b ramp um, and so I ramp. skated that whenever I could. It's, it's kind of far, but, uh, it was, hey, it was ramp. you know, it was Danny's and it was yeah. awesome. And I was skating it. Can't remember with who there was only ever three of us at the most skating there. <clears throat> and I was skating and then Alf showed up and it was more like, yeah, you guys are like still skating bird. That's sick. You know what I mean? Like we're yeah. just this, this weird novelty dinosaurs <laughs> up on the deck. <laughs> And he's like, oh, dude, come check it out. And then he put his pads on and he started skating. And, and it was like, oh, because he used to skate vert. Yeah. Um, and then he proceeds to, in the matter of like 20 minutes, learn Nolly Melon Grab 540. No one's ever done that, right? No one's ever done it. Right. And then he's like, oh, I always wanted to try this. Yeah, that was cool. Sick. And then left. And we're all standing there like, what just happened? Yeah, he's going back to be popular with the street skating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But just real quick, you guys suck, just so you know. <laughs> Nolly Mellon. Like it's, but it was more like, yeah, that's crazy. I I, I learned it. No way. Oh, that was that was wild. That's cool. He's definitely... Have fun, you guys. He's definitely a natural, gifted yeah. person. Yeah, I used he's to very call athletic. Him, I used to call him Alfonso Lightfoot because it looked like he does one day weight on his, on his yeah. board. Yeah, it's all, always been a, that, a freakishly talented... So when I do, when I do uh, uh, Weddle Grab to Fakie... Yeah. Like as a setup. Yeah. And I push my tail out. Yeah. I do that because of Alf. Because that's how he did them? Because that's how he did them. And it looked like he was doing a switch front side air when, he, when you'd see him oh, do it. Oh, yeah. And I saw a photo of it and I was like, that is sick. Like, I want to do air to fake you like that all the time. 
It seems like a good setup to tweak it that way. It to does land too. With- yeah, it gives because it, it 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 guides your wheels so that you're going to land good every time. Uh, yeah, that might be on my list soon. I start doing some airs to fakey because I haven't. Yeah, okay, so- we we're we're in the weeds now. So here we go. Okay. Thought you were doing. We we had like you were coming in hot for a five forty on your birthday. Yeah, I felt like my board was a little bent. I felt like there was a 50-50 chance of, like, making it or getting uh, shit-whipped. And I just thought, I'm not, I'm coming to the party, you know? Yes. And I already I, I, I felt that, too. But I but I did see, I saw you, I saw you spot the landing on one. But I was off a little bit. Not really. I felt like I was off the back just a little bit. Not any more than. You think I would have got away with it? day, yeah. And then I saw, and I saw that there was a shift in your mentality because you were like, "Oh, this could, this is a reality. This this could be a reality." Yeah. Because in the, I think before that, your attitude was more like, oh, "I'll try some, see what happens." Yeah. And then that one was like, "Oh, this shit just got real," <laughs> and I could maybe try to do it for real. And then you tried a couple more, and then I could just see where you were like, "It's either going to." Happen spectacularly or tragically. Yeah, I just wasn't. It's not there. But I. But also, yeah, you wanted to go to the party. It just wasn't there to be. I was like, all I want is. It wasn't. Right. I, all I wanted was to uh, keep hanging out with you guys. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And staying happy. Understood. You know. I yeah. was like, if I'm you glad go- you did. But but it was it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch that that shift. <laughs> It's weird to be scared of skateboarding. And, and, and think about all the people watching are like, the, it's it's like the Mount Rushmore of 540s out there. Oh, yeah. Including Jimmy Wilkins. And everyone was like, did you see that? I, you, saw, you saw what happened right there? Like everyone saw the exact same thing. It was like, oh, he could do it now. Well. It was pretty sick. Yeah, I, I ain't done with that trick. That's why, you know, I felt like come back another day when you feel better about it. Because I just felt a little off on yeah, it. It doesn't have to be the day you turn 50. It's not no. like, I guess it's, that's it. It's not like you were doing them and then it's like, I'm going to do it when I'm 50. It's just like, now you're just getting into the groove. You've got all the time. Yeah, I just want I just want my skateboard tricks back. Right. And it doesn't have to be on a, on a, a certain date. Just give me, just give me, I could tell the best part about it was I did a backside air. Before the 540, the last one where I'd figured out because I've been doing them so low, when I go higher now, I'm dipping my head too much. And the last one I did where I landed, and I was like, okay, that you just that's gonna help you do everything if you yep. can do a backside air like right. that. So I I was still well. If you do, if you get serious happy. about it, I'll I'll join you. And I'll try to do Indy Five because I haven't done Indy Five in years. Oh shit. You know, that was the other part that I felt was missing. If somebody was really going to go for the gusto, then I was going to step up. I was pissed Sal didn't show up because I was like, yeah, if you drop in, Salama was supposed to come and drop yeah. in. Salama, where are you at? Yeah, what's up, Sal? Anyway, I remember thinking if he drops in and he makes it or commits to it, I would have been like, okay, it's fucking on. I'm going to do it. But it just felt like such a fun session. Yeah. And it was and like, then it became solo. Mission. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. wait, wait, you're going for the hottest trick of your <laughs> yeah. life right now? Like, yeah. what? I was no, just laughing understood. with Jake like five seconds ago. I'm not in this, <laughs> in this like, now, do it now. You know, like like the 540 at 40. I, it was a week of you're fucking doing that on that day. Like, I'm not leaving without it or I'm right. getting wrecked. Is that the last one? Yeah. 
10 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And then I never skateboarded vert again after that day. Do you know that? <laughs> really? Yeah, it was the last time I skated vert. Until I came on a, va- a staycation, blew my knee out. Oh, yeah. Then had to get a uh, cadaver knee replacement. And now I think it's been three months at least. Yeah, wow. That's quite a comeback. And I love all those dudes at the party who were like, yeah, man, I don't even, like once a week, I can't even skate. And I was like, that's, that's my that's my actual routine is, is once a week. What do you mean week. once a week? I can't even see. Oh, if they're only doing it once the a week. The good guys, Jimmy Wilkins oh, and all yeah, that yeah. was saying, Zach Miller was saying, if he doesn't skateboard for a week, it's I very have to, hard if, to skate. If I don't skate for a week, when I come back here, it feels, it feels daunting. Cause I'm not, I don't, I don't have that rhythm. I need that. I need that rhythm every, at least a couple days. Yeah. And when I come back here, I'm just like, are you really gonna this? You're going to try to, who do you think you are? Right. <laughs> That's how I feel you're when making, I take a break. You're making me think I should drive down a second time in the week. Because the day I did but, the kick Bindi was. But also you're, you're talking to, you're talking to people who, this is our career. Right. But me included. I mean, oh, I, I do all kinds of other stuff, but, but, but at the root of it, I'm a pro skateboarder. And so I'm trying to maintain that level. And I'm trying to stay in shape and keep my, you know, have my, all my tricks. So there is that element to it. If, if I wasn't so serious about it now, I, I would probably be okay doing it once a week and feeling like it was daunting. That's, that'd be fine. Well, the difference is, is, and this is so cool, is I, I want to be better. I really want to be better. I really want to fly around the ramp with ease for nobody. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah, not, of course. I'm not. I don't, yeah. like, don't film it. Don't give me a T-shirt. Great. I don't think I <laughs> yeah. need it anyway. I yeah. bought a Thrasher T-shirt at a skateboard shop Sick. the other day for my birthday. I, I don't care. I just want to be me. Oh, and, I got and, one of those pink ones for you. Ooh, I love pink T-shirts. Um, yeah, but I, to me, it's like, no, nothing. I'm not doing it for any extra, I don't even, Instagram pat on the back. No, I, I love everybody for doing that, but. I'm not doing it for you. Right. I'm, not, I'm doing it yeah. for me. Like when I first started skateboarding and I got good, before I had the money and all the other offers that comes with being good, that was the best part. Like I used to tell people after I retired, there was eras where you could have made more money. You know what I mean? When I was top three in the world, if it had been uh, eight years later, I would have made a lot of money. Well, I didn't get in it to make a lot of money. I remember when I started skateboarding, I was like, I'm, I didn't say I'm going to be rich and famous. I <laughs> yeah. was like, I'm going to be really good at skateboarding. The end. And it was the greatest part of my skateboard career. And now that I'm past it, looking back at it, it was very apparent to me. I would say to people, like, it's not about how many people know you in the end or that you did this one thing that everyone's going to, like, someone's going to recognize you in a gas station. I don't fucking care about that. Like, what I care about is, when I recall there was times where I'd fly around the ramp and sometimes I'd look at people on the deck while I was in a front side hole. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, because I had it. It was just all a part of me. And that was the greatest, no question, the greatest part of me being a pro skateboarder was that. Yep. That was the part. So now it's like, man, you're 50, you wouldn't even get, I'm fucking, don't sponsor me. It's a hel- bad <laughs> grease made a pro model skateboard of mine. Is that, and I think is there, are there people really questioning that? That they think you're you're trying to do it for the attention and the career. No, of it. I don't think anyone's questioning me. I'm just saying that at one point in the end, before I retired, that I was doing it for a lot of the wrong reasons. Yes. 
like to do certain tricks that I didn't want to do, but if you didn't do them, you weren't going to make the yeah. final. I would do those tricks. I hated the, that shit. And in the end, I, I kind of started to like despise skateboarding and myself because I was like, oh. Well, it became a job. Yeah, because I really don't want to do three six backside three sixties. I look stupid when I do them. But if you don't do it, you're gonna get a score. And I'm like, fucking three sixty burial. Shut up. So someone posted on your birthday. I can't remember. I saw it. A run of yours. I want to say it was from Moonster or something. Yeah. But it was like straight up melon five to three sixty burial. And I was like, only in a contest would Ellis have done that. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing all the things you do to get good points. It's so funny how three sixty burial is just. Gets a bad rap. It's a good trick. It's a good trick. It looks cool. It looks so cool that people got too pumped on it and started doing too many, and now we hate it. <laughs> so I did it. I did that trick first for Animal Chin. And it's it's in the video, but what I do is I grabbed backside air, like just in front of the foot first to give it a push and then caught it. In the Weddle grab. Yeah. And if you look, I mean, you watch Animal Chin, you'll see it. It goes by real quick. Yeah. But it looks like a like standard. And then a couple years later, I saw Danny kick it straight into his hand without yeah. grabbing it the first time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, duh, that's how you do it. That's so much <laughs> fucking harder. You you moved it with your hand? Yeah, because I didn't realize you could just kick it with your feet and get it to your hand. Didn't you kick varials into your hand? Kind of, but the, but this seemed like a lot more. Yeah. Had, I don't know. That's just how, but I do remember watching. I saw Danny, and then I saw Tony Mag do it, and I was like, "Oh, that's how you do it! Like that's the that's the technique." Yeah. And then and then it's just weird how I think it was more that all the vert skaters at the time, everyone learned that trick, and it became the big flashy demo trick. And chicks obviously, dig the three sixty burial. <laughs> yeah, we cannot need, deny. We need a shirt. Chicks dig three sixty burials. I, I remember <laughs> I, I did a demo in Spain and a Red Bull demo, and I just there were like a bunch of really cute Red Bull girls, and I was just banging those out <laughs> every demo, and then they you know they hooked up with me, and I, I put it down to the three sixty burial. <laughs> I said there was a time when when I was doing a lot of demos. And and it was more like contests were few and far between. And my whole thing was, well, as long as I got McTwist, 360 rails and inverts, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna milk this to the end. Man. I love how they loved inverts too. At inverts always. Inverts are timeless. It's They're so the great. gift that keeps on giving, especially when not many people were skating vert and right. some people would dabble in it. Inverse were just like, a f- that was crazy to them that you would right. go upside down and stand on your hand. Because no new guy would, was he's from a different era. He never, yeah, yeah. I mean, now be, the, the new generation of, of park skaters and vert skaters, they they're, they're learning inverts yeah. for sure. But not many people can stall them still. You can tell by the way they approach it. Like people back in the 80s, I would, to stall, I would go over the deck and then yes. I would correct it to yeah. lean my body back in. Right. Like, my intentions were very obvious what I yeah. was trying to do. And if do. you stall too long, you're on the deck. Right. Yeah, but that was, but that's, I, okay, in a contest, less all the way over the deck because you don't want to fuck yeah, you don't the hand plan it, up. Yeah. But not in a contest, I, my hand would be on the fucking top of the <laughs> ramp sometimes. I'd be like, just trying to stay for as long as I could. So great. Um, uh, what Ben talked Back to Ben Schroeder, he tried a couple of inverts and there were some scary ones because he was going over the deck. Yeah. 
and and he was that's at, how he does. But them. he was at that danger point where you're not on the deck, but you're not all the way in either. So you're going to bounce off the coping on yeah. your way in, yeah, 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 which is the worst position to be in on invert. I feel like he likes bouncing off the coping on the way in. <laughs> I, I'm really not a fan of bouncing off the coping. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think one of the most that's horrific- Elgarials. Elgarials, that's me. Yeah, that, that's the that's the point where it's kind of like I I don't snap it hard enough, and then I'm still trying to keep it in, and then uh, once in a while, coping dance. Right. So I think it was a Billy Ruff. Yeah, that had the the most in Del Mar. He yeah. sold the living piss out of yeah. one. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a contest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those were the guys. That one still makes the rounds on social media. That inspired me. Like watching that, or I was like, "Oh, oh, you've just got to like get all the way up <laughs> yeah. and just balance there." And sometimes it'll work, and sometimes it won't. But I used to do Andrax oh. like that. You got to send me the clip. I did a switch ember last time we skated. I did send it to you. You did? Oh, yeah. you did. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm so punchy when wait, you wait. do that. I'm like, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> I think wow. I think I think that was more that was projecting a me that I didn't actually post it or use it. That's what yeah, it was. You fucked up because I definitely did. sent it to you. I blew you it. did it. I got proof. My apologies. He did. Right. He sent it to me. That's a, yeah. You're welcome. With, the, with, the, with on our solo GoPro tripod session. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's so janky. I, the best part to me is your fucking cup camera. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna call you after so- that, and. Make uh, a video. I was like, we should make a video about a cup that's like super famous because he's a he's a great videographer, <laughs> and like the cup is at a party and everyone's talking about him. And then it shows him taking videos because I love how you just you were like that cup over there on the ground. And I was like, what? What about it? Get that. Bring it up. No, here's here's how I learned that technique was uh, I my daughter used to skate here. She doesn't skate much anymore, but. Uh, and she was learning how to drop in. And I could tell she was getting to the point where she was going to do it without my help. And I was alone. And so I was like, I want to I document this, but I don't want it to be this with the pressure of it. And I saw a, there was a solo cup in the corner. And I was just like, oh, so put my phone there. Just like aimed it towards where we were. You know, it's pretty wide. <laughs> just aimed it towards where we were and, and just left it on record for whatever, however long it took. Yeah. And that, that video went, I mean, you probably saw it. That video went crazy viral of wow. her dropping in. From the, cup, from the cup camera. Red Solo Cup. Yeah, there was water in it. I had to pour the water out <laughs> yeah, yeah. and give it to you. But it did do a good angle. It was, you did. It was good. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, I'm ready to do that jump too. I'll get that jump. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get, get that. that jump. I'm going to shove that right up everybody. Got to get that lift. I'm, man, I'm telling you, you could do it in a way where I feel like I could fly for a long amount of time and it would look awesome. Just fly. So what, what do we need? What are all the elements to that? Um, a dirt jump. Okay. And then a landing ramp. Either or you can use dirt landing ramp. Resi. So a motocross track and then resi it, yeah. And then that's it. That's it. But And then one of those... Buggies? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, a car. Sorry. In a car. Yeah, ATV. Okay. Anyone I can get a- ATVs. Yeah, I, ATV, yeah. Yeah, I can get an ATV, no problem. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know people for that particular thing. Anyway. <clears throat> okay, let's make it happen. But the resi mat is something that I can't get. Um, sure, we got 
You figure that I one believe out. you would know somebody. I remember we did this thing. I probably not because we're just loosey goosey. We don't really care. But yeah. um, we did a thing with Quicksilver where they, I did a bunch of mini ramp tricks. Yeah. And it was the challenge was, can you do any of these tricks? Yeah. And at some point they were about to release it. This is like ten years ago, maybe. Yeah. They're about to release it, and they're like, at the last minute, do not, do not put it out as it is. Do not say that that it's a challenge that you're doing those same tricks. Just say do whatever your your tricks are and send them to us. Why did you have to change? Because there was something about challenging them to specific. Because if they get hurt doing that specific that, thing, yeah, then it's, they yeah, can sue that, you. That was it. Yeah. Right. So it was. It was. But it was like super panic. You know, this thing was about to be posted, and then they just said, "No." Well, that's then, a that's a big corporate ent- entity, so. When you're big corporate entities, you're very anal. Yeah. You know, like a serious XM was always saying, Oh, you can't do that. And I'm like, Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, you never know. And I'm like, You never know what? Like, how what was it? Makeup or something where like you can't do it or eat, eating crickets. I was oh. like, I fucking eat crickets all the time. Right. And they're like, yeah. Oh, no, we have to get it signed off on. And that meant we're not doing it. They yeah. didn't have yeah. the gusto to just tell me we're not doing it. They were like, yeah, we got to talk to one of the guys in New York. And I'm like, I know what that means now. Like, you're not going to it talk to so, anybody. It, it, it's so infuriating that at some point you get to a level of success or or even awareness where you're a target for liabilities or, yeah. or a target for right. whatever. If someone thinks that that's, that's their chance to make money. I've had the most ridiculous law. I mean, I can't necessarily talk about them, but they're just so dumb. Trying to sue you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. A few times. And uh, one time, and, and a lot of times, if you, it, like, you have to, you're going to have to pay lawyers to fight it. Right. right? So regardless, or to, to, you're to, to answer pocket. it, to respond to right. it. And, like, one was just so, it was so, um, I don't want to say trivial, but what is that word about the frivolous? It was so yeah. frivolous that I just, Offered half of what I was going to pay a lawyer. Just like, here, go away. You had to pay the person even yeah, though you were... Yeah, so lame. Fuck that. You know, the only time I ever got sued uh, was... I did a demo with you at the E3 trade show. Yeah. Big video game thing. And obviously, you're a video game. So you had, you know, a vert ramp there. And they had the nets on either side. So if a board shot off, it wouldn't get people in the cracks. Packed. And I guess... That was a different booth. I think you were skating at a different booth. Okay. You were there, though. I was there skating the same ramp? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, anyway, something happened. I fell off, and my board went up and uh, bounced off the top of the, oh, yeah. of the fence and went over. Yeah. And I guess there was a guy that was taking photos, and he had the camera up against his eye with glasses on. Ugh. And the board hit the camera and hit his eye and broke his glasses. And he went blind in one eye. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's then, terrible. I know. And then he was, but then I, they were like, yeah, he's trying to sue you. Ugh. And I'm like, what did, I, I didn't, that's an accident. Like, and they're like, no, it turns out that now because they know that you don't have any money, they're trying to sue. Activision. Activision. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, yeah, well, don't worry. We'll take care of it. But I was like, I'm. I blinded someone. Are you That's serious? Terrible, yeah, I was I'm like, sorry fuck, to hear that. man. I didn't know like, yeah, I did. Not. I heard someone got hit, and I also had heard that something more 
that's gnarly. That maybe that maybe that's what I heard. But I, I had heard someone got really severely injured at another booth because they didn't have nets. Oh, okay. Um, the, around the same year, and that shut it all down after that. Because another another booth just had a ramp that was. I remember seeing it. It was like maybe twelve feet wide mm. and super like small vert. This ramp. was a vert ramp. It was at least twenty. It was probably ours. No. Oh, man, I, I don't think it was. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was they made it. Yeah. It was, but it was it was a sufficient vert ramp. Right. So uh, between that and this other thing that happened, it was like there's no more. That's awful though. I can't believe that. Yeah. I had no idea either. Like it was months later where someone started trying to tell me that. And I was right. like, I didn't see anybody like, oh, yeah. I'm hurt or I'm my eye. Like I didn't hear anybody yeah. say anything. Yeah, I know. I felt I was like, oh man. Yeah. Like of all the things, how's that fucking possible? Right. The net, the nets are really high. So it was one of yeah. those ones where you whip off in the board. Shh, just it was just yeah. like freak. And for that person to have glasses and a camera to attached to the side of his face as it hit, like right. what are the fucking odds? I'm like, did you take a photo of the board coming right at you? Like, why did you have the camera up at your eye? If I'm off. Yeah, but when people don't skate, they don't. That, that happens all right. the time. You know, you were always trying to clear people away from the, the edge of the ramp. Always, right? I and know. That was right. before we had nets. Which I was know. always like, <laughs> right, dude, the don't. There's kids in the crowd that are like, yeah, just but, and I'm like, just so yeah. you know, where you are and your head spot. going, yeah, yeah, is you'll die. Yeah. Like if I fall off and it comes over there, yeah. it's gonna hit you in the face at like 60 mile an hour. You'll die. I got hit. I, I told this story actually at your birthday at Shut Up and Skate in Houston. I was, uh, I had just taken a run and I was standing next to the ramp and this kid had asked for an autograph and I didn't even consider where I was, but I was right at the transition facing away from the ramp and McGill shot his board out just right into my back. Oh. (laughs) I was like, it's my fault. Should have known. In the back. In the back, yeah. That made my back hurt just hearing that story. (laughs) Wow. (sighs) Yeah, I anyway, like your, uh, what here. is the thing that you have? The rubber shield thing? Yeah, the, the board bouncer. It's a good idea. It, yeah. Unless you, um, when you fall, you throw your skateboard to the ramp. <laughs> and then it bounces off and, and, and hits Tony too. Hawk's so, wife I'm- in the head. <laughs> so that's what I've, so I've, I've thrown my board, I kicked my board and it hit <laughs> oh my, my wife. Oh my God, I forgot about that one. And then I threw my board down and it bounced and hit his wife. So that means, you know, Jason's from Australia and he doesn't mind uh, hitting ladies. I was so only fr- only the ladies closest to us. I know it's so bad. When so it ba- I'm, when I'm it on the bounced- couch. I'm on the couch. I you, was filming you. You I was filming you. And you're my wife is right here, and then you bailed it back. Said I'm filming you, and then your board. You shot you threw your board this way, and my first instinct was, there's no way it's, it's coming gonna, over here. It's coming over here. It's going to go past us right. for sure. And so I'm filming you, and then the board goes, and I was like, "Oh!" And I look, and my wife has caught it. <laughs> I was she ca- like this, and she's holding it like this, and she's just like. <laughs> to me, I'm knee sliding, and I see it bounce that way, and I'm like, "No, not Kathy!" And I see you like, "Whoa!" And I think whoever was sitting next to her also went, "Whoa!" Like they were like, "We're fucking out of here." <laughs> what? I don't know if I. <laughs> okay, in my defense, I, I was pretty sure it was not heading for her. But yeah, I should have been more. I should have been body blocking that <laughs> whole thing. Definitely didn't block it, and neither did the other guy on the other side. And she just went back, and I was like, "You caught it right there, as in whap, 
grip tape on the face. And I hadn't finished yeah, knee sliding. I was like, oh, okay, that was awesome. I'm sorry, but that was so awesome that you caught that because that was going to totally hit you in the face. Yeah, that was, uh, well, that's her. Yeah. I might tell people to watch out next time they're close to me when I'm skateboarding. <laughs> Just so you know, I have a track you record. You were swinging wide, though. Yeah. You were I swinging wide. Look, I didn't mean it, but the fact still remains that it flew over to your wife in the head region. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not cool at all if you come to watch us skate wear a helmet hide your wives <laughs> and not oh, yeah. for the reason you think <laughs> good I'm glad you said not for the reason you think you need to clarify it's that cause it yeah cause of projectiles I think my skateboard hates women <laughs> that's what it is that's, yeah. cause it's not me I'm a huge fan alright yeah Thanks, everybody, for listening. Like and describe. Remember that. And the YouTube Remember channel. That. Make sure you're sick of it. Uh, I'm, what do you mean I'm already sick Take of it? Like and describe or whatever. I've given up. No. The thing I, that we it's, do. It's, I can't even say subscribe anymore. Oh, yeah. I can't even subscribe it. You know that one? No. I was doing Chris Borst in Future Primitive when Whoa. he was like, dude. Deep tracks. Can't even dis- I can't even subscribe it. It's like... <laughs> You uneducated asshole. Describe. So yeah, make sure you you uh you, you Do s- thing. describe to the YouTube channel. Apparently that helps. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm copying Ryan Sickler said it. Logan Paul says make sure you logo make sure you like and dis- uh, describe. And that he says every time after he says he says he loves them. We love you. Maybe. I'm not gonna lie. Some of you might be dicks, and I don't love you. Mm. But- I think if you really like the show, it's going to be tough for me to hate you. Yes. We'll go with that. Because you obviously get it, you know? We're great. Okay, we'll see you next time. Yeah, seriously. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Hold up. Just got a new sale. Whoa. Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.